For more than 100 years, the Order of the Arrow has recognized scouts and scout leaders who best exemplify the scout oath and law in their daily lives. Arrow men are known for maintaining camping traditions and spirit and for providing cheerful service to others. OA service, activities, adventures, and training for youth and adults are models of quality leadership, development, and programming that enrich and help to extend scouting to America's youth. For more info on the OA and scouting in our area, visit CherokeeAreaBSA.com. This, this is an SOC Extra. What's happening in the Cherokee Area Council? Hi, everybody. Cubmaster Kyle here, and welcome into this edition, the May edition, of Scout on Chattanooga's Extra, where we go kind of behind the scenes of the Cherokee Area Council and get you a little insider information. You know, last month, we talked about a little preview of Skymont Scout Reservation. This month, I'm hearing that we may get a few little nuggets of the 2022 calendar for the Cherokee Area Council, and I'm super excited about that. I have three wonderful people on the line with me uh, today. Right now, we have uh, Mark Lytle, our program director, a professional scouter with our council. Also, Greg Lee is our um, program committee chair. Is that correct, Greg? No, vice president of programs. Vice President of Programs. I'm sorry. And then we have our official council commissioner, and I think that I'm getting that right, right, Zach? Zach McCarty is is on with us as well. Awesome. Yes. Hey, I got one. I got one right, didn't I? Two two out of three is not bad. (laughs) Two out of three. That's not bad. Uh, Well, so, Greg, I wanted to start with you before we kind of get into 2022. You um, actually, uh, we have something extremely important coming up, um, in my opinion, with Memorial Day and with the flag placement. And a lot of people didn't think that we were going to be able to do that as a council. Well, it turns out that we can. And there's a lot of uh, information going out about how to get in on that. Correct? That's correct. As you said, we, we didn't know up until the last minute, like maybe three weeks ago, that we were going to be able to put flags at the National Cemetery like we have done for you know, close to 50 years now. Uh, of course, last year we didn't get to do it due to COVID. Um, lo and behold, they, we, we hit the nail on the head and showed up at the right time and they needed help. They just got the word we could do it, but we were going to have to change it up a little bit. We were going to have to do it uh, still following COVID guidelines. And we were going to start on Wednesday, the 26th. And we were going to go from four to like seven o'clock for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then most of the day on Saturday. But one, one catch is you had to go to the council website and sign up your units. And then we're still going to only limit that to 50 people uh, per night. And mm-hmm. you had to sign, basically sign up for time slots. So uh, from what I understand, those slots are full. If now, if you're a, just an individual outside of scouting and want to volunteer, there are, we have allotted some time slots on Saturday. So there's a number to call that's on the website uh, that you can get that from to see if there's any uh, slots left and you can make a reservation for a certain time to come out. And the way they're going to do it this time is each night they're going to have gridded off sections within the cemetery and you show up and each of those sections will be completed before they move on to the next one. So you might get done one night, you might not get done one night, but it'll, it'll go in progression each night until they're all completed. That's great to know that we're even able to do that. Um, I know that was something very much missed throughout our council um, last year. I remember as a youth scout myself, Cub Scout, and as a Boy Scout, I remember many, many years 
um, spent up at the Chatt- at the uh, Chattanooga National Cemetery. And uh, again, I feel like it's an extreme honor uh, for us to be able to do that and honor our veterans. Um, so thank you for that update. Uh, he said uh, the website is CherokeeAreaBSA.com. Uh, if you want to go there, I believe that uh, the registration is towards the bottom of our main page. Uh, if you want to check that out right now. Now, again, if you're listening to this after Memorial Day, um, the flag placement has already finished. But if you get to this before um, the week of Memorial Day and you want to try to get one of those volunteer slots, if you're a non-scouter, then again, you can go to our website, CherokeeAreaBSA.com. All right, fellas. I hear that I'm about to get a few nuggets. Now, who want, I got to ask, who wants to go first? Do we want to talk to Zach or do we want to talk to Greg or Mark? I, I think I'm going to let you pick. Mark, who do you think that we should talk to first? I, I think our council commissioner needs to be our fearless leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So they're, 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 they're throwing me under the, I'm going to get the bus first with this. So. <laughs> What is some exciting things that you can tell us about the upcoming um, year? Well, the first thing I'd say is you want to, as a leader, or even as uh, someone interested in Cherokee Area Council, stay tuned. We've got some uh, very interesting, some very exciting communication campaigns coming up to help us communicate the best we've ever done with our scout leaders in the council. These are going to be our campfire series of meetings that will take place later in the summer and you won't want to miss those. So be on the lookout for more information about the campfire meetings. We're going to have an opening campfire and a closing campfire. So very appropriate for scouting. So look, look for those. There'll be more information coming and I don't think you'll want to miss them. That's all you can give us on that though. That's all I can give you on it. It's, it's a top secret for right now, but you're going to want to, you want to know more about this. I think they're going to be very, very exciting. So, be looking for it. Oh, I can't wait for this. All right. So you're, you're hit us up with a little tease, but you've got some like hard info for us too, don't you? I do have some, <laughs> some, some hard info for you tonight with this. So in our 2022 program planning, we were looking ahead. We're trying to get to plan out so units can build out their calendars. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the training that we try to offer some training for our unit leaders. And we've already looked ahead to 2022. We've got some great events that will be happening. We'll be looking at district committee training. We're going to have our ever popular University of Scouting. That's going to come back in February. That's where we offer these kind of non-traditional, not mandatory scout trains, but you want to learn more. Like what about hammock camping or what about how do we set up uh, leave no trace type of camping that we haven't done before? Backpacking. You pick up some new skills for Cub Scouts. So some really neat things taught by some experts in those fields. We've got our ever popular basic adult leader outdoor orientation or BALU. We're scouting. We love our acronyms. We're going to try to offer our national youth leader training in July. That is for our Scouts BSA. That's the uh, 13 through 18-year-old age group. Excellent training. It's like basically wood badge for the youth. And wood badge is our ultimate adult leader training that we have. We also not only tried to uh, offer training, but train the people that offer the trainings. We have Trainers Edge Week in November. And I do want to plug, we are bringing back, I think, one of the most awesome events that we'll have in the council, you won't want to miss, is the Gathering of Eagles. 
We'll have it this year and it's planned for 2022. And that's going to be our council banquet. We honor all the Eagle Scouts. And I think we might even have some very special ones coming up this year in 2021. Yeah, I think you're right. In fact, um, I'm hearing that within the next couple of months um, that we will be hearing more uh, information coming from our council about that. Right, Zach? I think we will be. So uh, you stay tuned, as they say. <laughs> well, look, let me tell you, as a uh, train leader myself, I'm proud to wear my train leader patch. And that's what makes good scouts Great scouts is trained leaders, in my opinion. So if you haven't got into, if you're an adult leader listening right now and you haven't started doing any of your scout training other than just the necessary youth protection trainings and the webinars and stuff, I highly encourage you to go ahead and make plans to be at University of Scouting. I've been to it a couple of years now and absolutely loved it. Uh, learned a lot of information about Cub Scouting that I didn't necessarily know because when I was a Cub Scout, I was a Cub Scout, you know, like I didn't know how to be an adult leader when I was, I didn't under quite understand what it took to be an adult leader in Cub Scouting until I was an adult leader in Cub Scouting. So there's, there's a lot of stuff to learn and um, just numerous opportunities for you to get more training. And like I said, great leaders make great scouting. Yeah, absolutely. Every scout deserves a trained leader. I mean, that that's it really helps to set up brand new leaders, give you some of those tools and skills about the scouting program so you can deliver the best program possible to the scouts. Well, thanks so much, Zach. I really appreciate um, your training update, and I'm looking forward to uh, more opportunities to just learn more. I, NYLT, I don't think that we've been able to have that in the last couple of years, so it's exciting to hear that, that com that's coming back. And I think I read online where it's a completely new course as well, right? It, it is. It's a completely new course. I mean, when I was a scout, it was called Junior Leader Training, JLT. And and a few years ago, they rewrote it. It's an excellent program. We were able to offer it a few years ago. And it really is a great experience to try to offer training to the youth because you'd be amazed at the things youth these days can do if you just offer them the opportunity that the leadership potential they have and to develop that leadership potential it just that extra notch on the belt for them. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Uh, we're going to give it over to Greg for a little bit. And then I kind of want to bring both of y'all together just to overall uh, would love to hear your state of the calendar year once we get done. Okay. Cause I know that y'all have been working super hard on things. Um, so I just kind of want to hear from both of y'all, but before we do that, I want to bring, uh, bring in Greg Lee, Greg, we have some exciting announcements uh, coming up about our 2022 calendar, maybe some changes in the way that we do some camperies and that sort of thing, correct? Yeah, uh, one of the goals when I took office this year, we got with Mark and we noticed that the calendar was kind of like all over the place. And, you know, you plan six months out, seven months out. Well, we would like to plan 18 months out. And I know that's a long time down the road, but what that's going to eventually do is help units better plan their calendar. Some of our units they either start after school year from August to July. A lot of them start from January, to December. So if we got 22 months out, they can better look at the calendar and plan their year accordingly to make sure that they include camperies, summer camp, uh, anything else that the council is offering, OA events, training, wood badge, uh, just whatever it might be. So it, it, it'll be out there 18 months out. So next uh, March, April, May, we'll start planning out for the 2023 calendar. So, so we got to looking last year and we had 
out of 52 weeks, we had 43 weeks with something of scouting to do. Wow. That's a lot of scouting. That's a lot of scouting. And it's not necessarily that we're trying to, I mean, we're competing with sports, family time, anything, and, you know, and if you're a dedicated leader and, you know, many of our wives will probably attest that we're gone away from scouting more than we are with family. And I'll probably get an amen from my wife behind me, but yeah, uh, that's, 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 you know, it's just the way it has been. So what we're trying to do is combine some stuff, make a better showing. And what that does is alleviate a little bit of uh, time and, and maybe even stress, you know, for, for so, a lot of units to, to where, okay, we can see this, we, you know, we get together, if it's a combined outing, we can, we can better plan and, and incorporate uh, maybe not all of one district, but combine the whole council to, to have a better program. So are we talking more like camper rolls or are you thinking more along the lines of we're going to be doing council-wide camperies uh, in different places across the Tennessee Valley, maybe not necessarily just up at Skymon. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, we, you know, in, in recent recent years, like a couple of years ago before COVID hit, we had a camper all that was planned. So it's a, a council wide campery, and we called it the camper all. It's supposed to be at Skymont this, this for this type, you know. And we had uh, somebody from I think Okoye leading it up. We had people from John Ross Sequoia that was all involved. We, everybody was on board, and all of a sudden in March it hit. So we, we tried to push it back to like October, COVID still in place. So we just ended up canceling the whole thing. But it's, it's events like that that we're talking about that uh, draw, we want to draw bigger numbers, have a better program. And, you know, the longer you have to plan, the better off your program is going to be. You know, that makes perfect sense to me. I, uh, in fact, was it was brought to my attention that we may be combining camperies and that sort of thing. Not every single, you know, season or whatever, every camperie, but at least some of them to be combining them. And I remember as a youth being able to compete with two, 300 scouts at a time at a camperie, which was absolutely incredible. And it brings up the level of competition at camperies. And I think that that's something that I, I feel as though we've been lacking over the last few years which is great to hear that we can combine those together because like you said, we can get a higher level of participation throughout the entire council and be able to essentially up our competitions when we do stuff like that. I think that a hundred scouts is great at a campery. Don't get me wrong, but what do you think about 250 or 300 scouts being at a single campery? And can you just imagine the amount of competition and the amount of camaraderie that is built within troops and within patrols once you get a competition that big going, don't you think? Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, of course, I'm, I'm going to speak time frame back in 2010 when it was the 100th anniversary. We had a, a scout show down at Coolidge Park, and and of course it got cut short with weather. Everybody who was a part of that will remember, but it was just so cool to see all the. I mean, everybody stepped up their game. Uh, mm-hmm. Units from all over the council. We even had a, a a Ferris wheel that was put together as a pioneering project. I mean, that's that's way above and beyond. So that's something you don't normally see at Camper. That was took a lot of planning, you know, six to seven, eight months of planning, just that one, one, one item. And we're talking about the whole Coolidge Park was full of stuff like that. So they went overboard on that. And that's just what we're trying to get back to uh, a better program, a wow factor, something that, you know, scouts will remember. I'll remember the, the Camper of, uh, of 2022. It was fantastic. You know, some one of their memories, you know, uh, mm-hmm. 
some of your memories as you get older were some of the better things that you did in scouts or, you know, and, and a lot of them were failures too, but you know, uh, you hopefully have to, you remember the good parts. All right. So Mark, I want to bring you in at this point in time. Um, I think that we've, you know, all kind of talked to this together as a council and stuff, but uh, a lot of the memories that are made are not just made at, at camperies or council wide events, but they're really done at the unit level. And that's kind of why uh, everybody at the council that has been working on this calendar has kind of taken a step back and said, well, maybe we should kind of lower our events to be able to open up the opportunities for more unit level um, e- events for for units to just go and camp and do things that, that scouts do, right? Yeah, that's kind of my take, and I've shared this before, but I, I think that, you know, for me and my experience in scouting with my son and our unit, you know, we remember the unit level things we did more than we remember most everything else. We went to summer camp every year. We went to SkyMont, in fact, six straight years. And, you know, the, the, the and I hate to say this, but the most memorable event at SkyMont in those six years, the thing that sticks out the most is when when somehow or another a porta potty got knocked off in the lake and they killed all the aquatics for the for the week. That's mm. the one thing. I, that's the one thing that sticks out, and and it shouldn't be about that, right? <laughs> I mean, the things that that you should remember are the great opportunities you had, and honestly, by I, I think the mentality is and, and what we've heard just a, a, from a consortium of people involved in this is that we want to create mountaintop events, uh, events that are high quality, they're well attended, and we have the best staff that we can have for those things without wearing our staff out, without causing them to say, well, I just can't do this anymore and walking away from scouting. And everyone who has led a course that's been a course director or put on a camporee or put on a cub mobile or whatever it is, it is a struggle to get staff. It always is. Uh, and, and that's because we have so many really great volunteers who are willing to do everything and they do anything you ask them. But at some point you just get kind of tired and you got to take a little time off. So, uh, you know, with that said, uh, we can, we can have a great level of council events. Uh, we can support the area events that are around us, whether they're OA conclave events or NOAC or, for those things, we give people the opportunity to do those and not have the calendar so jammed that you have to give up something to do something else. I applaud everybody, all of our adult leaders. I applaud you three. Anybody that uh, is a part of, of scouting in general, especially in the Cherokee Area Council, because that's my home. It's been my home ever since I was a kid. And um, I just applaud everybody for the tremendous amount of work that is put on end to making our council as, as great as I really think it is. So thanks to all three of you for being here. Um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Kyle. And, and I can't say enough how you all really hit the nail on the head. What we're trying to do with all this is, is really create those experiences because some of us have been fortunate enough. We've been to Philmont, we've been to national scout jamborees. I know Greg has been out to a few of those. I've, I've been out as well, but not every scout in our council is going to make those national mountain type events as, as Mark elucidated. And so we really want to make the program to be top notch here locally. So if that council camporee is that mountaintop event for the scout, they create those memories like, like you did and like Mark has, and like I know Greg has, and I have of all of our, our scouting memories that happen. And if we can produce that great program, if we can collaborate with this, give that further ahead planning so units can do their great program 
I think we're, we're really onto something great here to, to really elevate what we're doing in the council. Thanks for listening to this scout on Chattanooga Extra. For more details about events in our area, to become a friend of scouting and donate, or to learn how your youth can join a unit in the Tennessee Valley, go to CherokeeAreaBSA.com. Join us for a truly mountaintop clay shooting experience during the Sporting Clays Classic. Nestled in the foothills of the Appalachians with incredible views of the Blue Ridge Mountains, Garland Mountain Sporting Clays offers outstanding facilities and top shelf amenities. You'll enjoy a full service shoot including ammo, clays, and lunch. Through your support, you can ensure that Chattanooga area youth have the opportunity to take part in the greatest youth leadership program in the world, the Boy Scouts of America. Teams and corporate sponsors available now at CherokeeAreaBSA.com.